out of the Bayou Well, coached by Eric Sposa. It wasn't a very good week for any of us as football fans. Steelers got dog whopped, and obviously the Titans did as well to a degree. Wouldn't know what team has a better chance to go, to go further in the postseason. Um, you guys have the record for the most injuries ever to an organization in a season, and we hold the record for the three worst QBs on a roster at one point, so you tell me what's worse. At least you guys had hope during that game at halftime. I had nothing. I've never seen the Steelers get whomped by the Bengals like that. It was awful. Might be arguable to to say what's worse, being down 31-3 at the half. At least you're like, all right, I can move on with my day. Like Sm- <clears throat> Jessica Smetana will say, yeah, I'd rather be blown out because it's like, you're right. Alex and I did have hope at half. It was 16 to 13, and we ended up getting beat by three scores. So terrible. Hold it's on. Terrible. Hope's a terrible thing. Andy, Andy Dufresne and what's his nuts red were wrong. Hope's terrible. It's awful. I haven't looked up any of these numbers, and Alex, I was curious because I know that you're always in tune to this kind of stuff, but. I'm curious when any team has rushed for 250 yards and lost because at least post 1990 or 2000 cuz I know they had the two fumbles but my god how do you run for that many yards and lose by three scores that is a just that's a joke that's a pathetic joke to turn the ball over that much throwing a pick in the back of the end zone I mean Yeah, they both did have 100 yards each running back. What I tell you about Hilliard, told you I like that guy. Don't know what it was about him. But I told you, Ziddy, I like that dude. Not even sure what his first name is. I just know it's Hilliard. You didn't technically say you liked him. You said, why do I feel like that guy ran a 4-2 in the combine? <laughs> what was his mile per hour? Did they ever show you when he ran that long touchdown? I don't think they had stack cast out. First of all, Bill Belichick probably jammed the signal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's no stat cast in that stadium. I know all about Dude, that. Had a fucking challenge, a clear touchdown. I mean, Dash was in there. I mean, just fell and basically just scooted his way into the goddamn end zone and was not touched. And the ref right there said, oh, he was down. Down the down the inch line, and Mike had to fucking throw the challenge flag for that shit. I mean, that's like why can't at like why can't the like the fucking refs like buzz in and be like, hey, just it's a fucking touchdown. Like at that point, are they not watching the game? I guess like you said, the fucking signals could have been jammed. But I'm just like, you gotta watch the. You can't fucking you can't tell me everyone like everyone knew that was a touchdown. <laughs> Did you guys notice, and Jim, I know you were at least peeped in on the Steelers early on. 
Did you guys catch how Vrabel threw that flag? Like it was I've never seen oh, yeah. a coach. I thought he was gonna get just... fucking flagged. I was Me, like, too. Oh, Me too. Me too. So uh, That go. was not flamboyant. No, it was angry. Yeah. It was like a tantrum. It was like a, a it was like Cash throwing a tantrum when we tell him that we're gonna turn on football on his TV and he's three years old and he gets mad. That's what Vrabel was when he threw yeah. that flag. He couldn't believe he had to fucking throw the flag. He's like, you're really going to make me fucking throw this? And then I was hoping it hit him, but I, I thought he was going to get flagged for it. It's <laughs> like, Jesus. I'm like, of course this would happen in New England. <laughs> yeah, at least they got it right. Well, remember the last time in New England? What happened? How could we forget? <laughs> Although they said matchup number three. I'm assuming that that meant they're going back to because I thought Doug Peterson, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. No, I'm now that I'm thinking about it, I'm a hundred percent sure when Doug, is that even his name? Not Doug Peterson. He, he was the coach for the Philadelphia Eagles. That's a fine. Sorry. Um, that's how much I love Rabel. I can't even remember our coach. Uh, he, was the head coach whenever I went to KC, we beat him. And then we went up to New England and we watched that game at your place, Jimbo, and Jonu Smith caught the one-handed touchdown in the corner and we got blown out. Yeah, with Marcus Mariota, they're counting that game. That's what they have to be counting. Yeah, but no, they said Vrabel, they said matchup number three, Vrabel versus Belichick. And so I'm like, okay. Was that in the matchup number one, though? No, it wasn't because that was that was the coach. That's, that's the coach. Really, I'm just Arthur ashamed. Smith. No, no, it was not Arthur Smith. He was the lineman that played for yes, Mike Munch for Pittsburgh. Mike Mo- Mike Malarkey. No, no, Moonshaker. Um, I'm so Mike Munchak. Yep, I was thinking go. that too, but that's not him. That's not him either. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up really quick while you guys fraternize because I'm so ashamed of myself and I should be publicly shamed for not remember this. Because uh, I liked him, and I was actually a little bit upset that he got fired. But then, you know, Vrabel came I mean, out. old fucking Reggie. Two doinks, back-to-back kicks. Yeah, Titans, Titans are just a bunch of shit turds getting flushed around in a fucking shit bowl right now. Speaking of shit bowl, were the, did the Rams make the two worst acquisitions ever? With Von Miller and Odell, because they don't look any better. They actually look worse since they've Man. entered the team. <laughs> Man, that is, that is an int- it is it was Mike Malarkey, by the way, and I did say that before you said no. Uh, it was Mike Malarkey. That's why I was a little bit because when I, when you said that with a lot of confidence, and I felt really so stupid. Don't blame there, it on me. Don't blame well, it you on did. me. Play it back. No. You, you go nose munching. I'm like, go oh ahead. gosh, yeah. I leak confidence. You're right. I should no. be sitting in in a in a vat of leaking confidence. I, you're right. I did. That's <laughs> on me. Uh, I should be ashamed of that. But it's a matter of a lot of injuries, and I'm not going to harp on it, man. It's tough to win in this league. You guys know it. I mean, you've been watching. Hell, even Big Ben, who's a surefire Hall of Famer, has been to three Super Bowls, one, two, and one of them, I credit him entirely. The Seahawks won. He was a game manager. I don't think anybody would would argue with that. Big Ben was really good then. He was up and coming. He had a great arm for the majority he of his career. He was a game manager in the Super Bowl. The run, in, in, no. But the, the game itself, yes. 
He didn't do anything. I'm just saying that the, if you comparatively speaking, the run, the, the, the games that they ended up going and winning and beating Kurt Warner and the Cardinals, I felt Big Ben was definitely the best player on the football field. Whereas I did not feel he was even one of the best five football players on the field in their run to the Seahawks Super Bowl in 0405. Uh, you may remember it differently than I do. I know they didn't go 15 pretty good, but I thought, well, is it possible they were the wild card on both those Super Bowls, Jim, or did they win Did they win the division the year they beat the Seahawks? Because I know they were a wild card when they beat no, Seattle, they were right? A wild, no, 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 no. They were a wild. They were the sixth seed against or in 05 because they went to Cincy wild card weekend. Carson Palmer blew his knee oh, out. That's, yeah, that's when. And Kimo, then they went Kimo to. Von Olhoffen. How about that name? Yep. Yep, that was him. And then they went to Indy when Jerome fumbled on the one. Ah, yeah, still you're won. right. You're right. And then they right. went to Denver and beat the shit out of Jake Plummer <laughs> yep, and the nope. Broncos. I'm remembering it wrong because they were one of the best teams in the NFL in the 08. Or the yes, they were. San Antonio Holmes dominated the Chargers in wildcard weekend, and actually so did Willie Parker. He had like 150 rushing yards that game in wildcard weekend. And then the divisional – no, that was the divisional round. Right. Because we hosted it. And yeah, then, no, they had a bye week. They had a bye yeah, week. They, yeah, they were down. Yep. They had the best defense. We talked about it. They had yep. one of – arguably, because everybody always wants to say 2,000 Ravens and everybody wants to say 02 Bucks and everybody wants to say 85 Bears. I don't know that there's a team that was no doubt defensively better than that Steeler team that season. I think, and you'll have to double check on it. Did Troy win defensive player of the year that year? Yes. No, no, no. That was James Harrison defensive player of the year. Oh, so okay, so he led the league in sacks that year. Got you. Okay. Okay. Um I think in sixteen games, the sixteen regular season games, they gave up seventeen touchdowns all year. The entire year. Like I said, I I don't think think about that that for a minute. (laughs) Not many people are gonna argue. I mean that was the greatest defense they had since the steel curtain, no doubt. And obviously the game drastically changed. Didn't change as much from 07, 08 to now, but from, you know, the steel curtain, I thought that was their best defense they had in, you know, 35, 40 years. That was probably, uh, that was an amazing, amazing. And plus we're not even met like the unmentionable, you know, I know Joey Porter had, had left by then, but I'm just saying everybody, James Ferrier was on that team. Troy Polamalu, James Harrison, Aaron Lamar Woodley, Smith, Brett Kiesel, oh, Casey man. Hampton, stacked. Ike Taylor. Just um, stacked. Ryan Clark. I mean, they were oh, everywhere. Gosh. Anthony Lawrence Smith. Simmons was Anthony on that Smith. Team. Wasn't it Anthony Smith that would lay the wood? Anthony uh, Smith? No, he was gone. Well, no, he was there. Yeah, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he, he played there. alongside of Ryan Clark, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was there. They, he was young, had, but he was they there. They had Brian McFadden opposite Brian Ike Taylor. Brian McFadden, William Gay in the slot corners. Man, they were good. They were good. <laughs> I mean, Kurt, you, hey, if you can trick Kurt Warner that bad as they got you know, him with James Harrison picking that ball off, even though Larry Fitzgerald was clipped, and we all know that. No, God. <laughs> His feet were down. Whole game changes. Whole game changes. Okay. But that takes nothing away from their D. Uh, their D was amazing. <clears throat> um, and, yeah, it's it's definitely one of the best I've ever seen because I'm trying to think of a modern defense. Can you guys think of a modern defense that came anywhere close to that? Steve? Like, And I get 
they changed the rules. And I think that's part of this discussion, right? Like, which is well, kind of why I wanted to lead into it. At, at least one of the Seahawks years, the Legion of Boom, they were pretty goddamn good. Ooh, that's a no, that's a good call. One the of those they, years. The year they dominated Peyton, of course, that has to be considered one of the best, right? Because we've never seen Peyton look so puzzled since his early years in New England, right? Well, not I, even just Peyton, just the whole year. I mean, you couldn't do anything. I mean, you had Earl Thomas over the middle. You had Cam Chancellor coming down, knocking the wood off anyone that came over the middle. And you had Richard Sherman. <laughs> hold, on, who was, hold on, hold on. Was he knocking the wood off? Or was yeah, he laying literally. the wood? No, uh, he was laying and knocking. That dude is a fucking... <laughs> Alex. Dual Alex, threat, Alex, baby. He Alex, sent you ever... Thomas into the next life. That's why we've never seen him since that Super no. Bowl. You're right. The only reason I said Peyton is because that just so happened to be the year that he threw 55 touchdowns and 5,000 yards, which nobody had ever done either one of those things. And still nobody's thrown 55. So, you know, that's why I use it. But you're right. But also, I think we have to give some credit to, you know, teams that got hot because, you know, you're talking about longevity here. You know, the Steelers from and am I wrong? Is it 07, 08 or was it 06? Because I get I get, 07, 08. That's what I thought. Okay. So that defense and the 2002 Bucks and the 2000 Ravens and probably that's the three that I think of when I'm thinking like wire to wire defenses, like teams that got there on defense, teams well, that didn't have to have good offense. The Bears in 05 or 06. Oh yeah, 06. Against- yeah. That's literally the only reason they were there. Right. Rex yeah. Rex Grossman. Grossman. <laughs> well, hey, you're forgetting about Devin Hester, though. And really, no, you know, special teams, that he played a huge part in that season. But no, I was going to say, you have to give some credit to some of these teams that get hot in the playoffs. Like, I think last year's Bucks. yeah, they were healthy, Jimbo. You're right. They were against a, against a beat-down offensive line, sure. But you well, still no, have to... the Broncos with Peyton. Okay. That the defense Broncos... was dominant. The Broncos with Peyton, and as you mentioned, the Legion of Boom. But I was thinking specifically the Rams team that got Goff to the Super Bowl had a pretty great defense as well. And but they, I don't think that they were like their that was their calling card because they were more offensive team throughout that year. But once they got in the playoffs, I felt like the defense kind of took over. And maybe that's just an NFL thing. Teams, but the Giants. The two Giants teams, that's where I was trying to get long-winded as I call long-winded, but the Giants teams that beat Brady twice, those teams, just just because it's Tom Brady, right? He lost, And then the Eagles, because Brandon Graham and Fletcher Clocks. <laughs> Fletcher Clocks. Fletcher Clocks. Fletcher Clocks. Uh, those guys, in order to stop Brady and beat him in a Super Bowl, that's what it takes, right? You have to, you have to really throw a lot of mixed looks. No. Get him with four. Nope. You got to rush four and drop seven. That's how you beat him. Yeah, but you still got to give him different looks because you can rush four all you want. But if he knows what defense you're in. You have to rush four and get pressure with four. If you're not getting pressure, then yeah, he's going to pick you apart. And the reason I only rush four and get pressure all day. Exactly. And that's why I mentioned last year's Bucks. Because Jason Pierre-Paul was on both those teams. The most recent Giants Super Bowl. And you know the most he's undefeated Bucks. in the postseason? He's never, yeah, lost, never lost a postseason game? How about never that? Lost a game. <laughs> Best player ever, Jason Pierre-Paul. <laughs> I mean, go ahead, argue it. 
Yes, Jimmy, best player ever. Prove prove me wrong. He's undefeated than, in every playoff game. Better than Ray Lewis. Super Bowl he's ever touched the field on. He doesn't lose. He only loses his fingers, not football games. Oh my gosh! What a low blow! What a what a don't bite. mess with fireworks, kids. Although I will say he's only been on like three playoff teams, which is what makes it all even more funny that that statistic leads you to to Stu Gotzing the hell out of all things. The best player ever, because if if he's you the go best look defensive at, player ever, if you go look Change at his <laughs> okay, if you go look at his career though. And I, I have not. I'm just saying, off the top of my head, I think he made the playoffs the year they beat Brady with the Giants. And then I don't think Eli and the crew made the playoffs again any time after that until he left. And then, <laughs> and then he went to the Bucks. I think he's no, only he was on the second two- Super Bowl team. He was on the second one with the Giants. He's won You're three right. Super Bowls. You're right. He was on yeah. the second one. He's he was not on the man. first one. He was not on the first one. Oh, how was long he not? do you think his career was? So how many sacks did Pierre Paul have, Alex, currently in his NFL career? 91 and a half. Nine. Best defense player ever. Eight known the playoffs. Two Super Bowl rings with two different teams. 91 and a half sacks. Probably finished with 100 plus. Changed my mind. He's the best defensive so, so, player ever. So all of this just dates back. Really, all of this just dates back to me telling you that I was right about him only making the playoffs twice. And both of those years, they were wild card teams that had to go on the road three games and then win the Super Bowl. That's You're just making only- my case stronger. He's Jimmy, the best defensive player how ever. How can you say the best defensive player of all time only made the playoffs Two times in 12 years. I just don't understand that. It just doesn't matter because he won every game. That's all that matters. So did the quarterback he was playing with. I mean, that's like, with that logic, that's like saying Eli Manning's the greatest quarterback of all time because he beat Brady twice and won the majority of his playoff games because he only made it like four times. And it just so not. Who's saying (laughs) Eli ain't in the top five? I mean, come on. Like you just said, his two Super Bowls mean more than any one person's Super Bowl, in my opinion. What rings are sweeter than Eli's? You tell me that, besides maybe Foles. What rings are sweeter than Eli's? (laughs) That's the contest. The three that Brady lost. (laughs) What rings are sweeter? (laughs) Alex, you you know who we'd be saying the same about? We'd be saying the same about Michael Jordan, except for he never lost. <laughs> well, you know, that's different. I also Brady's don't think he go. got fans Michael's kicked a, out of the game. Michael's a 1B. But we don't need to get into that. This no, is we don't. You're right. You're right. It NBA is, is right. young. I don't want to talk about that until they're in game 60. Okay. Don't care. What was I we, we know. Yeah, exactly. We know. We know you don't care. You get so Sorry, worked I just up. called it. Scherzer well, my, will become uh, the oldest MLB to sign for a hundred uh, million. And whatever. it threw me off. While you're, while you're trying to regain your mental deficiencies. The back Mets? To a, yes, the Mets. That's going to be a hell of a one-two punch. But we're not talking about baseball. Baseball's young. I'll wait till spring training. Yeah, but you know what? Signings are cool, no matter what sport. <laughs> okay, Come on, free yeah, agency you cool. 
Come on. You know that's cool. I just want to make it clear that I did do some peeping on uh, what you guys were doing around here while I was out. And I heard you making fun of me saying, let's talk about the Titans being, watch, watch it when they're 500. Well, I may have not been right then, but we're heading potentially directly towards a four-game losing streak, taking us back to nearly 500. But the most comical part is this. The last thing I heard was, oh, the Titans, they got Houston coming in, and oh, they got, uh, they got the first seed, and the, the Steelers are five and three and one. We're sitting at the five, and we're in Kansas City. The Steelers hey, you know are the best part is five and one. The Steelers are now five, five and one coming yeah, up. We're still blow. above 500 and we can still win the North. We're still in the perfect spot. We got them right where we want them. Blowout loss. This has been a 50 milliliters production. Grab a shot. Crack a top. <laughs> <laughs>